expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened up 29 points this morning from yesterday's close at 15,627 on turnover of 3.5 billion NT. The TIEX lost ground on Thursday as other regional markets ended the trading day mixed amid lingering concerns over interest rate hikes and inflation. The Ministry of Transport and the Taipei City Government have both fined vehicle rental and sharing services platform iRent for its failure to properly protect its users' data. According to the Directorate General of Highways, it opened an investigation into the company on February 4th, and that probe found iRent had violated the Personal Data Protection Act as well as other regulations related to personal information security. The bureau, which operated under the Transport Ministry, says it has fined the company 200,000 NT for these violations. Meanwhile, the Taipei City government has fined the platform's operator, Hoying Mobility Service, 90,000 NT for violating a city autonomous ordinance that regulates vehicle sharing services. The Taipei Department of Transport says it could also file a civil case against the company, either under the damages and class action of the Personal Data Protection Act or the Consumer Protection Act. In international news, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky is set to address a group of sports ministers meeting today to discuss Russian participation at next year's Olympics. The International Olympic Committee is working on a plan to allow Russian and Belarusian athletes who have not actively supported the war to enter qualifying events for the 2024 Summer Games in Paris, despite the ongoing invasion of Ukraine. As Ukraine pushes for Russian athletes to be barred and threats of a boycott mount, officials from 30 countries planned the summit to discuss how to respond. Zelensky has previously said any neutral flag for Russia would be stained with blood. He is due to address the online summit by video link. Meanwhile, U.S. President is holding a rally in Florida. AP correspondent Shelley Adler reports. After strong GOP reaction on programs like Social Security and Medicare at the State of the Union. Now, you may have seen we had a little bit of a spirit debate at the State of the Union. President Biden took that same message to Florida's huge retirement community with this warning about Senator Rick Scott. The very idea the senator from Florida wants to put Social Security and Medicare in the chopping block every five years. I find to be somewhat outrageous, so outrageous that you might not even believe it. Sunsetting retirement programs won't happen on Biden's watch. I know that a lot of Republicans, their dream is to cut Social Security and Medicare. Well, let me say this. If that's your dream, I'm your nightmare. I'm Shelley Adler. 
and Twitter has failed to provide a full report to the European Union on its efforts to combat online disinformation. Drawing a rebuke from top officials of the 27-nation bloc, the company signed up to the EU's voluntary 2022 Code of Practice on Disinformation last year, before billionaire Tesla CEO Elon Musk bought the social media platform. Under the code, online platforms including Google, TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram parent Meta agreed to commit to the measures aimed at reducing disinformation. They filed their first baseline report last month, showing how they are living up to their promises. All those who signed up to the code submitted complete reports, except for Twitter. Twitter did not immediately respond to a request for comment on Thursday, and that was the ICRT news. Check in again next week for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there! I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan this week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday, and English in the news for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.